All right. So hello and welcome to the next and newest episode of Raging Witchcraft, the podcast. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about morals and baneful magic, but more so morals and witchcraft in general. And with us today is a special guest. A dark witch. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Um, so I figured we could just dive right in because I really wanted to talk about this with you specifically because of the fact that like we both practice a lot of baneful magic. Yeah. And, you know, you being on TikTok and me, you know, being on TikTok for the time that I was, a lot of the questions that I would see when it, you know, regarded baneful magic was usually based around the same thing. And it was like, how do I know if this person actually deserves it? Or like, how do I know if I should do it or whatever the case may be? Because you got... (laughs) You got people out there who's literally going to just, you know, fuck your life up because you talk to them the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I figure that this would be a really good subject because with the fact that we practice as much baneful magic as we do, we've kind of gone around with that. Yeah. And we both deal with a lot of BS from multiple people. <laughs> a lot of stupidity. Um, and I just, I don't know, like I figured, especially because of the fact that like, I don't know about you. But when I first started getting into Baneful Magic, it was when I first started working with the Morrigan. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, the Morrigan is the um, <laughs> goddess of death, destruction, war, all of that fun stuff. <laughs> um, so it was kind of inevitable that I was going to end up, you know, starting to do Baneful Magic and everything after I started working with her. And when I started out, I literally wanted to do like I wanted to fuck people up all the time (laughs) all the time I was like I know how to do this now like I can for example hex water Mm -hmm. yeah hex water the easiest and fastest fucking way like I remember I, I would put people's fucking names in hex water for nothing and I feel bad for some of it I'm not gonna lie I feel bad for some of it but that shows, you know, you still, you have a conscience and you have a soul still. Exactly. <laughs> you still feel that guilt because you know that if you would um, have the education that you do now and do what you do now, you know, it would have been easier for you back then. Exactly. And let me ask you, because I, I don't think I've ever asked you this. Um, mm-hmm. When it comes down to doing like baneful work, do you... Do you do divination with your spiritual team at all before you do it? Like just to, to just find out if it's necessary or if you can or if it's like if it's going to work or if it's going to intentionally backfire or whatever the case may be? Yes, I always ask. I will usually always ask Hades. He's usually the one I always go to for stuff like that. Like anything baneful, I usually go to him. That makes sense. That's how it is with mother because mm-hmm. so she's dead listen the other day I asked her I think I told you this how I asked her I pulled her cards out and I'm like mother can I put a death curse on so and so yes I haven't done it yet though because again morals and I I, don't know, I haven't done it <laughs> yeah exactly like you know we still think about the consequences that can happen to other people before we do what we do exactly and like something especially something as serious as that like that would hurt a lot of people yeah like more than one person is going to be affected 
by what we do we have to think about it before we actually do it exactly and like I love that concept of the fact that like okay granted yeah you sit here and you did divination and you got a yes you got the go ahead but then it really comes down to your ethics and your mm-hmm. your intuition yeah your gut feeling what you feel is right at the end of the day too yeah because a lot of the time like people don't talk about this that when it comes to like spiritual teams and deities specifically deities are divine beings like they mm-hmm. don't have the ethics and the morals that humans do yeah they and do not yeah and that's why i always say like witchcraft does not have morals we do humans do mm-hmm. so it really comes down to like taking that step back and really reevaluating it and being like okay i want to do this I want it to be done to this person, but how is it going to affect this? Per- oh, and that's another thing. Protections for everybody else in the household. Literally, yep. And animals. Yes. Because, like, yeah. that's so funny you mentioned that. <laughs> like, when when people were, you know, doing what they were doing, getting mad at me, whatever. Yes. A lot of people were trying to send shit my way, but disregarding the fact that I have kids in this house. Yeah, and they weren't having their morals set for the situation. Like, you have to, like, you have to really think about who else is going to be affected by what you do to a single person. Exactly. Like, there's been times where I've wanted to send baneful shit to a certain person, but then remember, okay, they have kids in the house. They spend Mm -hmm. time with their family. Like, if I sit here and I give them the godforsaken worst bad luck that they can imagine it's also going to affect everybody else because that's going to put them into a mental state where they're not going to want to be around these people. They're not going to want to spend time. They're not going to pay attention to their kids. Like, yep. It's going to affect other people. Some people are going to end up getting depressed from like, it's going to affect multiple people. Like it can really hit certain spots in people's life. It can cause trauma, PTSD, all of that. Mm -hmm. Especially with like the shit for like, like baneful magic when it comes to like sleeping mm-hmm. like dream work um sending people like i have a um a crow nightmare it's funny i just taught that on hellboy mm-hmm. it was like a couple weeks ago i remember that one it's like when it comes down to crows like crow crows literally represent the epitome of like baneful like crows are death crows are darkness crows are like all of those things so if you're like doing um, a nightmare spell with that that's gonna fuck someone up yes and it's like that's another thing you got to think about like when this person wakes up do they have a job that they have to go to that's going to be you know paying for their livelihood or paying for someone else's livelihood exactly because you know we do all types of baneful work like even for people to lose their jobs and that affects them and their household, you know, like it affects everybody around them because now they're going to be out of a job if our spells go through, you know? Yeah. And I think that's another importance of like protecting everybody else in the house. Cause I've done, I've done a breakup spell. I've done job loss spells, but each, each and every one of those spells, like I've protected the kids or the animals or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And I am whenever it did go through and whenever, you know, it did happen, those kids were still taken care of. Those animals were still taken care of. Mm-hmm. It's just that moral of, okay, this is my target. My target is not anybody else in the house. So I need to ensure that those people are protected from whatever I'm sending to the target. 
Yep. And then you, um, I usually like to, for what, what is your favorite type of protection to do for when you are doing your baneful magic? Definitely baneful protections. Like jars. Uh, what would you prefer? Jars, spells? I, it's in between. So I love me some jar spells, but for me sometimes, especially like when it comes to protections and stuff, it really depends. Like if I'm doing a protection for the house or something, yeah, I'll do, you know, jar spells and like set them around the house. But if it's for someone else, a lot of the time it'll be um, either a candle. It'll have to, it, something with fire. Yes. <laughs> something with fire. Like I need to burn something, whether it be a candle, a petition. Or a coal. Yeah. Like herbs, whatever it may be, like fire. Because that aspect of fire Especially because of the fact that, again, you know, the Morrigan's my matron and fire is like one of her main things is like she loves burning shit to the ground. <laughs> right. And that element of fire is super protective as a whole. So I, I love me some fire. Yes, I definitely see that in your videos, too. A lot of fire. I do fire a lot. <laughs> I like fire, too. Uh, what I do for um, like when I set fires uh i put salt in my cauldron like if you want to keep mm -hmm. it on for a little bit i put salt in my cauldron and i'll fill it up with a little alcohol and if you light that on fire it'll stay lit for longer alcohol or um florida water well florida mm -hmm. water yeah because it has alcohol in it yeah. yeah and i remember the first time i learned that that you know you can set florida water in, into something in a cauldron or whatever mm -hmm. to like make it either a bigger fire or last longer or whatever mm -hmm. And the first time I did it, I was so fucking stupid. I added, I, I think it was like a good, I can't even measure it. Like it was a good amount. It wasn't a few drops. It was a little sprinkle. It was like, let me just pour this like I'm pouring a fucking drink or something. You know, pour, pour a bowl of cereal. <laughs> it was not, it was not good. Um, <laughs> that was not pretty. I almost burned down my fucking apartment doing that. Oh my gosh, trust me, I have done that once when I did the same thing with my cauldron and the alcohol mm -hmm. I think I was adding more alcohol and I spilt a little and the fire started coming down and I was like oh my god what do I do and I just had to blow the whole thing out it was just it was terrifying shit like that gives me like fire PTSD like yeah. a lot of the time I have a lot of the time that I do spells that have fire in them I have a big plate like a tin plate and then I'll put salt on that and then because salt also stops fires too. Um, and then I'll put, yeah, it's really good. So like if you're doing a candle spell, usually I'll have um, salt on the bottom. Like you can see it in my videos. Mm -hmm. When that fire hits the salt, not only does it not ruin whatever I'm doing the spell on, but it also keeps the fire there and puts it out. That is good to know. Because yeah. I've definitely ruined a, a pan or two. <laughs> Brian actually told me that one because... Uh, he was like, if there's a grease fire, like, you don't, obviously, you don't put water on that. Mm -hmm. He was like, you put salt on it. And I was like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah, salt stops fire. Oh, look at that. Like, Educating oh. us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thank you. I needed to the non-witchy tendencies of our partners. <laughs> he didn't even know he was doing it, but he did it. Look at that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I get so nervous a lot of the time, but like. I'll do the plate with the salt and then I'll do another thing for, you know, that's fire safe. And then I'll usually put like my soapstone bowl inside that. So I'm like covered, mm -hmm. but I still get really anxious whenever I'm do like, if I see something start burning, 
my mind is like, I'm going to burn the house down. So I have to sit there and I have to like wash it the entire time. And I get really nervous and I have water over here near me somewhere. I just, I don't know. I have I honestly, I'm never prepared. If a fire starts, like I'm not prepared. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I've never, I've never prepared. That's so bad. But now I know the salt trick. So now I can, <laughs> I'm going to just keep salt with me now. I, I go to Walmart and I get like the big things. I get like four at a time. Yeah, I just grabbed four today. <laughs> now that you mentioned that. The irony. But, um, shit, what was I going to say? Um, no, because when it comes down, so fucking brain fart. God. Um, <laughs> we have those a lot here. Yeah, we do. <laughs> like we get on snaps are a mess. <laughs> That's an understatement. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but like morals don't even it doesn't even oh that's what I was gonna say so I kind of wanted to get into love magic just because of the fact that like okay so yes love magic roots and you know POC by rock practices um it was used for safety it was used for you know protection but like nowadays people's fucking it's it's not like that like people will literally be like oh you know I'm a witch so not only can I fuck someone's life up but I know this person has no intentions for me, no feelings for me, no nothing, but I can make them have it. Right. And like force them into this relationship or force them into a partnership or force them to do this. And it's like, and not even with love magic though, like people use witchcraft a lot to force people to do shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, like (sighs) a lot of people take advantage of their practice and the power that their deities do give to them. And they don't realize that there is also consequences to that mm-hmm. from their deities giving them that power and them abusing it. A lot of the time, and it's funny, I, I don't remember what tier I was just explaining that on, but I talked about that on Patreon where like when when that happens, like if you're in a position like that, your spiritual team can quite literally make that shit backfire on you. Yep. Or give you the exact opposite result. Like say that you did a love spell. And it was to make someone, you know, come to you, someone specific, like, that had no love for you whatsoever. And you're just sitting here, you know, abusing your power, your energy, etc. You can, like, your spiritual team can be like, uh, 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 no. Um, instead, we're going to make everybody hate you. Yep. And it's like, people don't really, and they're like, oh, well, now everybody hates me and nobody likes me. Nobody's talking to me. Well, why do you think? definitely did something wrong you took advantage of the power that you asked for like you asked for that and it's it's sad like when you take advantage of it then they regret giving you that power and then that's why they make it backfire on you and that's that's the thing is like with magic and our power like yeah a lot of our power comes from within but it also comes from literally mother nature the fucking elements mm-hmm. comes from the moon it comes from the sun it comes from it's like the, the energy yeah it's like the quote from the craft where she yes. was like um it's the wind it's the leaves it's the, it's the rocks yeah. <laughs> it's literally that because people don't understand and the universe can fuck you up just as fast as it gave you your power mm-hmm. and so it's just like it did nancy it, yeah <laughs> I remember she, watch that she abused her power to the fullest all of them 
I remember that scene with the whales. Yeah. And then oh. she was like, oh my god. And then all that shit happened. I remember I that. I honestly <laughs> loved that scene because I'm a, such a fan of sharks. You know me. <laughs> you are. You do have... Oh, yeah, you do. You have that little baby shark. I didn't buy it yet. Oh, my God. You didn't? I haven't. I think I should still buy it. He still has them, so I probably am going to purchase that because I really want that. Does he have the one that you wanted? Yeah, he still has it. God, you need to buy it. And New Year's... Yep. New Year's fucking present. Fuck, yeah. You need to buy it. I thought you already had it for some reason. Uh, I didn't buy it. I would have shown you. (laughs) Maybe that... I did a whole unboxing and everything because that's what I did with my baby goat, too. Yeah, and that, and the, um, you have something else, too. I think it's, what, an octopus? Yeah. My octopus was, like, my biggest one. Wasn't that, like, your first one? Like, your first Yeah, that was, like, my very first TikTok that went viral. I had, like, more TikToks way before that, like, that were associated with more makeup. Like, I was more into being an MUA and promoting that on TikTok because I thought maybe that would get traction. And then I ended up posting my um, octopus and I included, you know, witch talk and everything because I was like, you know what, why not? You know, I kind of am into that. So, but I didn't promote that anywhere. I didn't put that out there for people to see like that until I put my octopus out there. And then I gained a lot of traction from that. And then I started sharing my practice on there. That's crazy. Because before I started doing the whole witchy shit on, because at first I didn't even know that it was a community right same and I literally was sharing makeup I was doing um like get ready with me's mm-hmm. up and like doing different looks and then I forgot what I posted I it had to be I think it was it definitely was what you could said and I think it was the sun water that I made that had like the fresh lemons and the oranges and the lavender Ooh, okay and I think that's the one that kind of brought in a lot. And then that's the video that got my FYP onto Witch Talk. And I was like, oh, my God, like, there's so many people that do this. Yeah, and there's a whole community. And believe it or not, it's both a loving community and a toxic community. It was so it was such a happy place when I first started. Yes, it really was. <laughs> when I came in, I didn't really notice it. Because I think I may, I think I might have come in like a little late. I first discovered you. Um, I, I can't remember when, but I remember you were like maybe at like a hundred k followers on TikTok, and this was your raging witchcraft and your raging medium TikTok. That's when I started following you. I miss that account. No, I don't. I don't miss being there. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I do miss your TikToks, but I still enjoy your videos on Instagram. Yeah, I'm trying to. Wow, I just split my deck and I got the star. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to like make it more like get more comfortable with making reels because it's a completely different thing Vibe from TikTok. Yeah. Like making TikToks was so much easier, but with reels, it's like Instagram hates me sometimes, and a lot of the time when I you know try to upload them it won't upload and it won't work and I have to like literally sit here and turn my entire phone off wait turn it back on try it again doesn't work do the same thing like it's so aggravating but I'm like I'm trying to get more comfortable with it because I want that vibe of like I post a lot of videos you know Mm -hmm. what phone do you have 
the 13 pro max that's so crazy and that's that's crazy that it does that trips out with instagram and your videos and it's like i would delete the app and like re-download it to see if maybe that fixes everything but i have drafts that i don't want to lose and like some of the drafts are old tiktoks that i was gonna post Mm -hmm. and like i like being able to go in my drafts and see that yeah (laughs) because you don't have your tiktok anymore to go look back at those it was it was i used to be there i used to be there but that's okay right um and speaking of like the just the toxicity it's not even not even just tiktok i feel like a lot of my podcasts i bring up how toxic tiktok is but like that's not something i'm ever gonna get past like that's fucking toxic as shit Mm -hmm. but at the same time like twitter um i've heard a lot of shit about twitter um like the witchy community on twitter um excuse me instagram too and it's like these are the people especially the aesthetic witches especially Mm -hmm. the people who were literally like strictly only start practicing because they're like oh my god i can do this or i can you know fuck this up or i can you know do a love spell or whatever it may be like just because Mm -hmm. i can these are the people that will literally like you god forbid unfollow them or block them they send some shit your way yeah and it's like that's happened to me with friends who i met through tiktok and i'm no longer friends with like i feel like we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. like after i was like you know because i'm the type of person that if i see something shady or just suspicious or just off i'm gonna take a step back yeah i'm gonna reevaluate myself I will let you know that I need space but I'm gonna take a step back and figure out what I need to do or say and it's always in those instances where they start like oh well you're acting weird blah 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 and start sending shit my way and like I've had people who this is around the time where like I didn't fully have the concept of locking your mirrors Mm -hmm. and I had you know mirrors for homework and everything and like, the, there were people who would literally, like, astrally come through and, like, watch me through the mirrors that I had in my room. And I'm like, y'all are fucking crazy. Yeah, y'all are um, on another level. Like, y'all really need to come into my space, try to fuck with my energy. It's unnecessary. Like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when I do some, you know, smacks and manifestation, I get paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody here watching. She's like, I got mirrors in my room. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather not have somebody watch me do that <laughs> oh my god it's like and well enjoy the show while you're here <laughs> yeah I mean you can see what I'm manifesting and you can see you know go ahead go ahead right. this is now I think I I actually don't have any mirrors or like mirror type of wards I actually want to get some um I'm thinking about ordering like a nice mirror for my wall and for spell work as well. You should um, look on Amazon because that's where I got my gold ones. Okay. Because I didn't have any uh, thrift stores or anything near me. So I was like, Amazon's like, I'm going to have to do it through Amazon. It's probably the cheapest place I can get them. I think they were like $30 each. And they're they're not big. They're like decent enough. But mm-hmm. the one I... I, th- I think you did it with one of yours, the um, baneful herbs and the black paint and everything. It's crazy because I haven't, I haven't made that. I just like kind of like kind of came up with the concept. I was like, hey, what if you do that and you put some herbs in there and you know, like it's a great, it's a great ward to be honest. 
It is. Because the reason I did mine is because of that whole situation where people were trying to come through my mirror. So I was like, y'all want to sit here and do that? All right. Well, I'm going to trap your ass in here. Have fun finding yourself astrally. Have yep. fun. <laughs> like you can you can sit there and you can wallow in your grief while I sit here and look at the blackness of it and see <laughs> the darkness that you're sitting in. Mm-hmm. It's convenient. It really is. Yeah, I thought of that, like, kind of like on the spot. I was like, yo, what if you made this? Because you mentioned that. And I was like, you should do this and see how it would work. And look at that. It fucking worked. And it's like, I, I'm all for sending people some shit or like watching people, you know, who deserve it, who deserve it. Like, you know, there's been people who. All about morals here. Yeah, like it's it's kind of going back into the conversation of, um, you know, how do you know if this person actually deserves it or whatever the case may be, like, or you get the go ahead to do something and then you personally feel bad about doing it so you don't do it. But it's like, there's people who deserve that shit. Yeah, I will usually take a couple days. Like, I will literally do divination for a couple days. I will do full pendulum board. I will do tarot everything and get my comp through that and I will literally take a few days maybe even a week yeah because not only do I do it with my spiritual I do it with my higher self too because mm-hmm. like if that shit's gonna backfire my higher self is gonna fucking tell me <laughs> yep because like especially let you know sweetie exactly because I don't know a lot I feel like that's that concept is slept on like a lot of people don't confer with their higher selves and it's like, y'all should. You really should. Because, like, really. nobody's going to know you. It's your fucking higher self. Yep, they're going to know the decision before you even make it. Exactly. Like, pull those cards, use the pendulum, meditate. Like, there's been times where I've done meditations and literally seen my higher self. And, like, she'll, you know, grab my hand and then we'll start walking and we'll have a whole fucking conversation in that meditation. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, my God. I just realized how many things were answered that I didn't even know I needed to ask yet. Yeah, it's like, wait, I need I had so many more questions. <laughs> hey, like <laughs> not enough time, so many questions. But it's like that's the lovely thing is like especially for those of you who practice just because you know you can, y'all don't understand the concept of like witchcraft is just it's so much more than spell work and magic. Like, so much more. If I wrote a list, that list... You know the episode of Spongebob where he writes a to-do list and it's super, super long? Yes. Yeah, that's how long that list would be. Yep. And it kind of goes back to that movie, The Craft, and that's what it kind of teaches you is that these girls, the other three girls, went into this kind of not understanding the consequences and they didn't believe in it coming back to them if they were abusing their power. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just shows it. And I forgot what year that movie was made, but it shows you from that year, you know, like the, like the practice and witchcraft was around back then too. And they wanted to still educate people and let people know like, Hey, like if you abuse it, this is what's going to kind of happen to you. It might not be the exact same thing, y'all. Make sure it's going to get fucked up, you know. But no, really, because it's like, it's a part of the craft in itself is like a lot of the power that you get. I've noticed this 
comes from healing Mm -hmm. because it's that concept that I explain to people all the time. I'm like, you know, yeah, you have your shadow self and a lot of the shit that like, I think of your shadow self as like a glass of water and you can only fill it up so much before it starts overflowing. And that overflowing is going to come into your day-to-day life. And that's taking up a lot of space within your own energy that might be why that your spells aren't working or you're not, you know, getting what you're putting out or your manifestations aren't coming through or whatever it may be. Cause it's like, you have to heal and release these things in order to create space within your energy for these things to work or for those things in. It's like, people don't understand that. And it's like, healing is a beautiful thing. Yes. And if you're not like a fan, anyone who's listening of doing like everyday shadow work or like sitting here there's a book that I use uh I'm pretty sure you might have heard of it it's called burn after writing yep so that's like a perfect form of doing shadow work but you can just devote it to doing your shadow work in that that's actually really smart because that's what I do because sometimes I I don't practice every day you know not everyone practices every day and can do spell work every day and you know sometimes I don't have the time to sit here and do full shadow work so sometimes I'll just take my book and that will be my I will devote that to being my shadow work I actually really like that because it's like you're not just sitting down writing writing all of like a paragraph or something in a notebook it's like it's almost an entertaining thing to do to where you're still doing the, you're still doing the shadow work but it's like your mm-hmm. mind doesn't think you are yeah like it acts as you questions you know like instead of you thinking about what you need to write because I know some people might be like oh well what do I think about what do I write how do I where do I start how do I begin this healing process you can really start with these books because they do actually a lot of deep and personal questions I really like that what's your take on shadow work like if somebody was to start doing shadow work who's never done it before like what would be the first that you would recommend them writing about Mm, recommend them writing about yeah like prompt wise um I would definitely take that time to um figure out why you want to begin to practice I feel like that would be the perfect time to ask yourself like what do you really want to do this for? Is this really going to help you? Is this going to help you heal from what you're looking to heal from? I feel like that would be a perfect way to start your first shadow work. I really like that. I wouldn't have thought of that. Like, because I got asked that so many times. And what I would tell these people is like, mine is like completely different than you than yours. <laughs> like yours. Um. I always tell them, I'm like, okay, well, think back to the first memory you have. It doesn't matter who you are. Literally the farthest back you can remember. First thing you remember. Write about what you look like, what you were feeling, who was around you. How did they make you feel? What did it smell like? What did you see? What did you touch? Like all of those things. Because usually writing, writing something like that brings up memories that you didn't know that you had Mm -hmm. and kind of brings up traumas that you forgot about to where you can start literally healing then and there yep exactly that's a great way to start too 
Cause that's also like you just trying to figure out what you need healing from. Exactly. And it's like, I remember that wasn't the first thing I ever wrote about, but once I did realize that I did write about it and it brought up a lot of shit that like, I was like, how do I even remember this? Like, <laughs> right. where did that even come? I don't even like, I barely remember being in the, um, cause the farthest back I can probably remember is living in, I think it was like a townhouse duplex type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was watching Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> His sister was doing a, um, a science fair and it made me do a science fair. My mom was upstairs sleeping. My dad was gone. I'm like, nobody's around me right now. Like I want to do a science fair. <laughs> so I got all of the glasses in the house, filled them with water, put them together. I was like setting the entire thing up. And then that's when my dad came home and dad, if you're listening, I love you. Like we're not, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Sorry that this is my first memory. <laughs> that he came home and he saw that and he got so fucking mad and then because like spanking was like a big thing for me growing up mm-hmm. um that was like the punishment I guess how you learned yeah um and I remember because my mom was sleeping he took me in the laundry room to spank me so my mom couldn't <laughs> hear me crying <laughs> oh my god and I was like maybe this is a trauma I need to heal from like let's start- <laughs> this is a trauma Oh my god. It's funny now. At least I can laugh about it now. Right. I think my first memory goes back to when I was like a toddler. Like I can remember things from when I was pretty young. I think my first memory, I oh my gosh, this is going to be so bad. I can all, I can remember two things very very clearly. And one was I was in my this was like my old childhood home back in New York. And this was in Islandia. If you guys know, you know, we were in Islandia. And I just remember like just standing in my room. I was just standing in front of my bed. And I just remember myself doing that. I have no idea why. Standing in- I- Was it daylight? Yeah, it was daylight. I think I was looking at my- maybe my fish tank. And I just remember myself just coming to, I guess, like, <laughs> I I can literally not explain it. Are you sure you weren't floating? I have no idea what was happening. <laughs> no idea what was happening. But I just remember that very, very, like, that's like a very distinct memory in my brain. I mean, I was. Okay. No, go ahead. No, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> in my, um. My second main memory is when I was probably a toddler and I was in my grandmother's house. She had a shrine for God, Jesus, you know, she had all the candles and everything there. My family was really religious. Um, Well, my mother's side of the family was really religious. And uh, I was a young and dumb looking at the candles. I had long hair and my hair caught on fire looking at one of these candles and that was a very traumatizing memory and I remember that and the, the way that you still to this day don't use fire safety is beyond me exactly right I still be like <laughs> I'm like yeah man I'm gonna I'm gonna traumatize myself again <laughs> why not right um no because 
the second one, I think I don't, I feel like this one is before the one that I just said, like, it's super short, super like, so like I, it was the same house that we lived at. Cause we lived at that townhouse until I was six. And I think I was like three or four and I was running down the street, like playing with the leaves. First and foremost, I remember I used to eat leaves. Don't ask me why. I don't know. Like I literally would pick up a leaf and start eating it. I was a weird child. Um, <laughs> it was really weird. And I found a caterpillar on one of the leaves that I found. And I picked it up and I looked at it and it was like little and it was fuzzy and it was cute and I picked it up and I was holding it and I just remember running down the street because my dad washes cars for a living um, and he was outside washing a car and I ran down the street holding this little caterpillar in my hand and was like, daddy, look at what I found, look at the caterpillar. <laughs> and it's like, it was a good day, it was sunny out. I don't know, that's a good core memory. Yeah, it's a great memory. It is a good I wish my entire life was as nice as me finding fucking caterpillar and being excited about it. <laughs> right. It'd be nice. A great way also for um uh shadow work is I have a oracle deck that I use called uh Magic of You Oracle. And in this book, when you look up the um representations of each card, they kind of give you something to do with each card. Sometimes it's shadow work, sometimes it's meditation, sometimes it's writing something and burning it, you know? And I think that's also a great way to, like, if you already know you want to get into it, that would be also a great way to do shadow work because you can just shuffle this deck and go through the book and see what you have to work on. I need to get that. I've actually, it's funny because I've been looking to uh, get a new Oracle deck anyways. It's a it's a beautiful deck. Like the artwork on it is gorgeous. You may have to send me a picture so I can look it up and try to get it. Yes, I will send it to you. I got mine on Amazon. Anyone looking for it? Oh, speaking of um the books came in, so that means that I can make Oh, I have to send out yours. You just reminded me. So I think I'm gonna just use the box that they came in because it's like the perfect size. Mm-hmm. But they came in so I can make you your stuff. I'm uh, so excited. A little gift exchange. Truly. <laughs> it's like a New Year's gift, pretty much. It is. Right. Oh, I get to start the new year with your package. I'm so excited. I'm really looking forward to the book. It's a good book. I actually uh, fucked one up when I was opening the box because I oh, put no. it in too much, or the knife. Um, and it scraped the back of one of them. And I'm like, I can't sell this or I can't like give this away. So I just, I have one in my purse and then I have one here. Oh, that's nice. So it's like, if I'm going out and somebody needs something, I'll be like, well, here you go. Like, let me look right here. Here it is in black and white. Exactly. Just um, to confirm for you. Exactly. But I did want to end off the podcast with like one little conversation back on oral yeah. shit. Because it made me, talk, the talking about shadow work made me think about it. A lot of morals and ethics that we have on, like, in our older, you know, years mm-hmm. um, comes from the traumas that we went through. And, like, Absolutely. what's healed versus what's not. Mm-hmm. So, like, say you grew up around, um, uh, it was, like, say that you grew up in a really chaotic household and... Every time someone did like the slightest thing wrong, 
everybody freaked out and got mad or whatever it may be like that it's like you knew yeah it's like you knew how I grew up (laughs) that was that's literally how my teenage like childhood everything was like it was really chaotic A, a lot of my family fought um I moved out when I was 18. I pretty much got kicked out right before I turned 18. Yeah. And I ended up moving away with my boyfriend. And a lot of my trauma started from a lot of the deaths in my family. I started losing a lot of people. And, oh, my God, this is going to lead to another story time. But it's okay. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> it was like when we moved into this house, my father didn't tell me. There was, like, some symbols and stuff in the garage it was like a pinnacle with like it was in red and it said breath child in our garage and he just painted over it and I was like why why would you do that you probably disrupted something got it angry like why would you do that yeah like now doing what we do like we know like (laughs) yeah like because after that like a lot of people in my house started passing away and it was it, it was so weird because it was it's in a specific room a specific room of my house, people always passed away in. That's crazy. It was, it's bizarre beyond me. It's so bizarre because my, first my grandfather passed from a heart attack. My uncle passed from a heart attack in the living room. My other uncle passed from a heart attack living in my grandfather's room. And then my other grandfather just passed away pretty much from overdose and heart attack. Because that's what happens when you overdose. It's cardiac arrest. That's crazy. And it all happened in the same room. Damn. It was either in the living room or in that bedroom. And I was like, that house is cursed. 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 Does anybody live in the house now? No. Everyone is gone ever since my grandfather passed away. He passed away earlier this year. Um, they all have pretty much left and no one's in the house anymore. They should foreclose that house because mm-hmm. <laughs> burn it down. Because like I've, I've had my aunt was first. Mm-hmm. He passed away from diabetes. Um, they, she passed away when I was like seven or eight. Like I was young, but mm-hmm. a lot of every time we would go up to visit my grandmother, we would stop down in um, South Carolina and you know go to her house she had a nice fucking house <laughs> um and then it was yeah it had it was so pretty like you could see the mountains from the backyard it had a porch and porch suite or the um it had a balcony in the back like it was it was perfect that's also the same house that i realized um i hate raisin bran cereal oh, what <laughs> no, no seriously like do you remember those little boxes of cereal like the single serve ones oh yes so she had a shit ton and it was those or um, the pops and I didn't like the pops. So I was like, I'll just have Raisin Bran. And I remember <laughs> so clearly because I had my mom's jacket on. It was my favorite jacket of hers. It was like plaid and it was furry on the inside. It was really big. And I ate the Raisin Bran cereal and then I ended up getting really sick. And then <laughs> day I will not, like, if I see a box of Raisin Bran, I will literally look the other way. It was like instant vomit <laughs> like, no. in my mouth. This is disgusting. Get it away. Um, Out of my sight. Exactly. 10 and feet th- radius. <laughs> and then after after my um, aunt, it was my great-grandmother. And she was um, on a ventilator. 
for as long as I can remember. So like we we knew that it was coming. Um and that's you know, we went to her house every every time for uh Thanksgiving and I remember her house too. Like she had a um it was I don't know what animal it was, but it was a rug. It was a skin of something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love rugs like that. I remember I just don't know what animal it was, but it was probably either cow. It was, like it, oh, it was, um, or hide probably mm-hmm. like tan and plain, yeah, maybe deer too. That too, they had a lot of animal stuff. I feel like my great grandfather went hunting when he was younger. I love that, but um, then it was her, she was in a hospice, and I actually was. We've no, we visited her, and then I remember going pee one night. And, um, I walked out into the living room and I saw my mom crying and she told me, you know, she just got the call that she passed away. So then it was my great grandmother and then nothing later on until my grandparents. And that is a day that like Jenny, I still to this day, like when it comes to like healing and shadow work from that, Mm -hmm. I still don't feel like I can fully touch that because of how granted, yeah, it was eight years ago, but it's still like super fresh and like, it still hurts, you know. Yeah, like I just remember my mom getting a shit ton of calls and then calling someone back and then being like, "Your parents were in a motorcycle accident. They were the only motorcycle out of the group that was hit, and this and that." So they, she went calling a bunch of hospitals, calling police stations. Like it was hours of this shit. Yeah, you know, like I've um, I've lost a lot of people. I've lost like when. I've almost lost my father, and that's when Hades pretty much came in and was like, he pretty much is helping me because I've lost so many people, and I'm kind of connected to death work in a way, and I want to maybe get into it, but I'm really not sure. But again, you know, he's associated with the dead. Find out if it's your path. What happened? Find out if it's your path. I really want to look into it. You know, I wanted to give myself a little more time. You know, like, you know, everyone has their time when they want to advance themselves more into their practice. Yeah. I wish I had that fucking time. But instead, help and was like, um, here you go, bitch. This is your path. This is your path. <laughs> Smash you in the face. Like, <laughs> literally waste no time. But I will say that it's it's a lot of information to gather like you have to mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time to study because like even I haven't been fully initiated yet and that's because I'm still studying on it because like oof, death work is a fucking crazy thing like the fact that you literally are opening gates for spirits and like helping them cross over and like mm-hmm. all of that stuff it's like it's fucking it's it's a lot <laughs> literally so much so like much. to educate yourself on and so much to take in yeah and that's why people literally spend years doing this and when you spend just as much time as we have been practicing you get more morals back Mm -hmm. to that topic yeah because then you learn more just complications and then you see it firsthand and how you can really mess things up yeah and especially with us as like working with the dead like it's it goes a lot deeper because with morals, it's like, especially like, for example, like when I do mediumship readings, mm-hmm. 
I literally, if I know that I'm doing like, for example, I have to do one tomorrow. Um, and I know, since I know that I have to do it, I'm literally going to wake up, cleanse myself, cleanse the entire house. Um, I take time, you know, opening a circle for the spirit or spirits who, you know, who wants to come forward to speak. And it like, it's a lot different than when I first started, because now I realize like, I'm literally relaying a message for, from someone's loved one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for people who don't work with the dead, like when it comes to the dead, <laughs> the dead either respect you or they don't. Yep. And that's one of the big things where I've learned a lot of my morals is like, when it comes to spirits, it's it's completely different than speaking to a fucking human. Like, you have to come to them in a certain way. You have to speak to them in a certain way. You have to be extremely kind. You have to make sure your space is cleansed. You have to make sure that, especially if you're doing it for someone else, you have to do it in a way where it's, like, I've had spirits come through who literally would come through just to tell me, I don't want to fucking speak to them and then leave. And it's like, I have to have the moral of... I'm going to have to explain this to them, but at the same time, I'm going to do it in a way where it's not going to hurt their feelings. Right. <laughs> like if I was somebody who was getting a mediumship reading and the spirit I wanted to talk to came through and was like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. And I heard that I would probably never go back to that person ever again. Yeah. I would have been like, well, <laughs> I am, I am going to be forever traumatized. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> like angry spirits ain't no joke. Mm-mm they don't they especially don't. like but you also the person who gets the reading also has to really think about if you really should talk to that person or try to contact that person or go really go to a reader and make them use their abilities to contact them and it's like especially for people who like if they want to get a hold of someone where they were on really bad terms when they died right like say you cheated on them and then they left and they got in a car accident and died boom yeah they don't they definitely don't want to speak to you (laughs) (laughs) what i tell people is like if if that's the case like if you do want to get a hold of someone and you guys you know that person passed away on extremely bad terms with you do before you even book with a medium talk to them you might not be able to hear them but they can definitely hear you light a candle pull some cards maybe but talk to them because until they hear that from you they're not even going to want to go through a medium for you and like I've had a couple times where that's literally it's worked like I've had consultations where somebody's like oh well you know this happened this happened this happened we weren't friends or we weren't blah 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 before they died but I really want to see how they're doing check in and blah 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 and I'm like First of all, before you even book with me, talk to them yourself. Exactly. Because I'm not going to have to be the, I honest, I hate having to be the one to sit here and be like, um, this spirit does not want to talk to you. Right. Like you paid for a whole reading and uh, now I got to tell you um, no refunds and they don't want to speak to you. Have a good exactly. day. <laughs> I will say that if that's the case, usually more times than not, there is another spirit or two that will come forward and be like, oh, well, you know, we'll talk. Mm-hmm. And I still give them the reading. It's just not with who they wanted. And it's like, right. I'm but when it comes to spirits, again, like working with the dead is completely different. Like you can't force someone to sit here and keep talking to you. If they don't want to fucking talk, they're going to leave. 
And if you force a spirit, if you try to, you can't force a spirit to do anything. But if you try to force a spirit to do something, your shit is going to be, it's going to be rocked. I was just about to say that. (laughs) It's not going to be fucking pretty. And it's like, I remember the cemetery by my house. Mm -hmm. Um, The first time I went there. So usually with cemeteries, there's one, one or two spirits who kind of like keep watch on the whole cemetery mm-hmm. um and usually it's the spirits that's been there for the longest or hold, like held the most power i guess mm-hmm. in their life out of like everybody else in the cemetery right. um because you got spirits who will like humans do like try to be like oh well i'm tougher than you or i'm more powerful or whatever the case may be right um but i remember because steve is I call him the groundskeeper of the cemetery because he's the one that kind of watches over everything. Yeah. And the first time I went there, he usually now when I go, like he'll know that I'm coming and he'll walk down from the same spot each fucking time. And I see him walking down and I'm like, Hey Steve, like let's walk together. But the first time he was standing at the entrance of the cemetery and looked me up and down and goes, who are you? Oh, nice. <laughs> And I was like, greetings. Let me just stand here while I'm at an intersection while all of these cars are passing me right now, talking to the air. But um, (laughs) this is me. Just looking like a real crazy lady on the side of the road. (laughs) And at the time, because it was my first time going, so the hound actually that is that came with the house, um, he went with me for good reason. And I think that's why he also asked me like that because I had a hound next to me and goes like, who are you? And you know, the hound, if the hound isn't like growling or acting like something's wrong, then he's I know on he, guard. Yeah. But it was just scary because it's like, I've, that's the first time that's happened. Like I've never had a, a, a spirit in the cemetery be like, well, who, who are you? Like, you can't come in. You need to tell me who you are and then I'll let you in. Mm-hmm. But it's like, he's taught me a lot and it's like working. It's, it's, I'm babbling. So I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's you like, it's, okay. <laughs> it's a gift being able to like speak to the dead and work with them and it's like I'm friends with more spirits than I am people and it's amazing I I know it sounds so it sounds sad now that I say it out loud <laughs> it is not sad <laughs> but it's like I sometimes people really fucking suck and like yeah people just repulse me sometimes you know like I don't I, I like being a little isolated, you know. I really don't have friends out here either. Like I let move I literally moved to a state where I know absolutely nobody and I'm glad that I don't, you know. I don't have friends that I hang out with outside of work like that. You know, it's just my boyfriend and my dad and that is it. Yeah. Cause I remember when I got Brian and that's about it. And it's like we're not going to talk about relationship shit right now, but it's some, it's sad sometimes because it's like, he's all I got, you know? Yeah, exactly. I've had to remind my boyfriend, you know, like we have, we're we all each other has out here. You know, we, we can't be against each other. We have to work together and not be against each other. Exactly. And it's like, you have your entire family out here. You can run to your mom's house whenever you need to. You can go talk to her, whatever. I can't do that. Unless I want to get on a plane for four hours. Like, mm-hmm. but I will say that like working with the dead has taught me a lot, a lot, because especially when it can't, comes to like how you, how you have to respect them. 
and like talk mm-hmm. to just your demeanor when you're around them you do really have to respect them yeah and if you don't respect the dad good luck <laughs> right have a nice have a nice life but it's like did i ever tell you the story about steve like who he was when he was alive um no he was a pimp oh lovely yeah he died um died by a cop Wow, that's um, wow. And it's because his family, like, gave him out to the cops and were like, because I guess he was housing a bunch of prostitutes. Because mm-hmm. I was really confused at first when I started, like, walking with him and everything like that. Because he, he can be a little perverted sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. there's times where I go to the cemetery and he's like, you have a lot of clothes on. I was like, what? <laughs> It's like, wow, okay. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> and then he explained like who he was and I'm like, oh, that's why you are the way you are. But um he I guess he like there was a raid where he was living and all the prostitutes like ran whatever, but they weren't looking for them, they were looking for him. And he started and I guess back in the day the cops would just shoot. Yep. And that happened. He got shot in the back, but the it went like straight to his heart. Wow, and he he had a lot of money like he has a big ass mausoleum and his family wanted nothing to do with him didn't go to his funeral nothing like that so it's sad sad. and it's like literally like you got spirits who you need to be like uptight and postured and respectful and then you got spirits like Steve who you got a lot of clothes on like sorry (laughs) I don't know. It's it's a blessing. It can be a curse sometimes, but it's definitely a blessing. It is. It really is. It really is. Because being able to talk to people that, like, you know, not an, not an everyday person can do that, you know? Not just anyone can do that. Yeah. And, like, that's another thing is, like, when they respect you, another thing is I found some shit out from the spirits that I know. Yeah, like they will give you the tea, honey. They will give the tea. I don't need to do divination. I don't need to go like pulling out the pendulum being like, what is this person doing to me? Or what is this person doing? Or no, they'll literally come to you and be like, so did you hear about this? And I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> right. Like some sometimes it's funny because sometimes my house spirits will um, smile on Brian, mm-hmm. and I can say this because I know none of his family listens to this. Um, and like literally, if he's being a twat, they'll tell me. Right. <laughs> like, there was one time I guess we had gotten in an argument, and he was sitting downstairs mimicking me. <laughs> and one of the spirits comes upstairs and goes what is he talking about and I'm like wait what what are you talking about and she told me what he was saying I'm like oh nice thanks and I would have yelled at him like stop mimicking me he would have been like mad scared he would have been like um how did she know that <laughs> oh I love I love how this conversation turned into like dead talk death talk yeah it was about a couple different things well, we touched on a lot of good topics. We really did. But on that note, do you have anything else? Like any stories or anything? Hmm. 
Hmm, let's see. Any stories or let's see. Maybe a question. Okay, maybe what is your favorite baneful herb now to use? Ooh. Why you gotta put me on the spot? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Cause now now I gotta look at my shelf. We got a couple. I have a couple at least. Let's do herb and crystal. Boom. Um, crystal wise, I wanna say agate. Yeah, I do like agate. I like using agate skulls. Yeah. Uh, yes, I have an agate skull on Willis Alter. You know, it fucks with people's brain and shit, you know? Exactly. Yep. I <laughs> love hurting people's brain, like making them go into turmoil. Yes. Um, let's see. Herbalize. If you can think of yours before me, go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, well, I love Snake Shed. I was literally just looking uh at <laughs> Great minds think alike. Truly. Uh, really. I love snake shed and cactus. Mm. Love using cactus. I have this one herb that I found. I was like out walking one day and it was it was pretty at first when I got it. So I cut it and I took some with me and I didn't realize that it literally had thorns all over it. All over it. So when it dried, it literally looks like um I don't know how to explain it, but it's called bullthorn, and I have a jar of it. Isn't it? Aren't you sending me that? Um, I can. Oh, wait. No, maybe it's not that one. I'm it's sending you a couple different things. Shit. I can't tell you all the gaps. I told you a couple <laughs> things already. <laughs> don't tell me. Um, I want to say, first and foremost, graveyard dirt, because if you get it from a good spirit. Mm. <laughs> Love it. I love getting graveyard dirt from um, spirits who were, like, really shitty in their life. Mm -hmm. And, like, just really bad people. Um, and I want to say the second one at the moment, what I've been using a lot of is actually cat claws. Ooh, I actually have all of my, not all of my puppy teeth, but some of them. It's crazy how I've, like, literally will find them. Like, I'll literally just look down and it's there on the floor. Because... <laughs> when it comes to cat claws the last couple of spells that i did like i used them to represent something being scratched away from them right or snatched away from them so cat claws because they're because we already know like cats are super spiritual mm -hmm. so that, in the craft. exactly that paired with the fact that this claw literally came from my cat like every time i sweep i look in the pile I, I will look <laughs> before I do anything with it just to make sure if, if there's a cat claw in it or not. Right, because, like, do not pull your animal's teeth, claws out. Don't. No. <laughs> like, if you find it naturally, just that is perfect. That means you were meant to find it. You know, I haven't found a whisker in a while. Uh, my doggy has whiskers, but I haven't found any, so. I need to go in because. find her teeth. She's a There's got to be a whisker somewhere. I've been finding a lot of claws ever since I started working with Lilith, so I think that's really ironic. Oh, very. Because cat claws are also really good for um, bringing things in and attraction. Mm -hmm. Speaking of it, oh, it's Venus Day still. Oh, I was just about to say dragon's blood is one of my favorite. I, just, I was I just about to bring that up. I don't have the powder anymore, but I do have the resin. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever tried to mash up the resin. 
Don't. No. It is so sticky. <laughs> I will send you some. <laughs> so I just, I'll, I'll take the bag and I'll like bang on the bag, but that's about it. But I'll use that. I need to go to Walmart and get like the, um, the cones so I can crush them up. I remember you were telling me you couldn't find the cones and that you can only find the sticks. I think I showed you like how I take mine off of the sticks. Yeah. The, oh, wait, what? Because the brand that I have since I'm right here, uh, it doesn't. What is it? It doesn't have the name of the brand. It's called Premium Quality, the ones that I have. Um, it doesn't have a brand. Where's Flora Classique Inc.? Yeah, no, I think we have different brands. Probably. That's okay, though. But if you don't have some, I will send you some. Because I just made, like, a full jar, remember? If you want to send me some, I'm sure I'm not going to send you none. But if you have packed up already, don't worry about it. No, I still have everything. The package is still open. I still have to do the um, spell jars. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm going to send you some good stuff. I'm literally looking around the room like, what can I fucking send her? Ooh. I'm so excited. I might send you some fresh witch's grass. Ooh. There's a shit ton at the cemetery. Mm. I need to go to my downtown park because all of the rose bushes that they have there are dead and they literally have a bunch. So all of them have thorns on them. And I was like, I need to come back with scissors in a bag. <laughs> Do you have any spruce? No. Because I, I have nothing poisonous. Nothing poisonous is in my room. I feel like there's a bush, not at my house, so I might be stealing from someone's property if I do it. <laughs> I think they have poison berries on their bush. Oh. And I, it's like all the more reason to grab some. I really like hawthorn berries. They're really good for, like, it's really good for, a like, money magic, and it's also good for bankroll magic because it's good for opening doors, but then it's also good for closing doors. So you can like literally start messing with someone's business with it too. You can also don't tell people that. Ah, you Let's... never know. Wait. It's just a, a little, a little tip. Oh my goodness. Also, do you mind if I end the reading or the reading? Wow. Shut me. Okay. <laughs> do you mind if I end the podcast off with a quick little reading for you? Oh yeah. Why not? I lo I'd love that. We're going to use my mini tarot for this one cute i think my tarot of the divine is in my purse love what does my ladies need to know oh that's so cute i love that Ooh, ladies energy is in here okay so we got the star the ten of cups the king of wands the bottom of the deck was the lovers. Ironically enough, it's uh, Venus Day, and it's <laughs> love that. I literally pulled that like three times today. And then the top of the deck was the Nine of Pentacles. Love that. So, first and foremost, your man's been treating you good. Oh, he really has. <laughs> he really has. And I feel like it's because of the fact that like your intuition and like your spirituality and witchiness so I've explained this only a few times to people I don't like explaining it because like sometimes people look at me like I'm crazy but like literally your intuition your spirituality your witchiness can literally rub off 
on the people who are around you the most. Yes, for real. And I feel like he's been like getting those hints that you don't even realize that you're giving him mm-hmm. in order for him to like, he's catching on. He's like, you know what? This is my queen. This is my girl. Like I'm going to be that masculine energy that she needs in her life. I'm going to treat her the way that she needs to be treated. And especially with that nine of pentacles, like that's not about money. That's literally about the fact that like everything you wanted within the relationship is coming into fruition. Literally. And that with the lovers, that's kind of the confirmation right there. And then splitting the deck, the king of cups. Love it. (laughs) Of like, fuck yeah, we love that. Good shit. Good for you. Oh, I love that. I love getting little readings, especially from like my friends who do it. Good fucking for you. And the bottom of the deck after the nine of pentacles was pulled is justice. And that's Hades. That's Hades because he gives me he gives me that card just to let me know. He's like, "Yep, I'm right there." I split the deck again, and guess what fucking card it is? What is it? The King of Swords. Oh yeah, we love that. We really love that. Yeah, there's a lot of love and compassion. A lot of love and compassion. I split it again. Ace of Cups. So take it while it's lasting, girl. Yeah, we've been really good, you know, especially ever since I made that jar, girl. You know. Oh, you know what? You want to, you want to, like, <laughs> send me the recipe for that? Remember, I'm going to make you one. Oh, shit. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay, good shit. Because I'm, like, I'm going to leave it. So I'm just going to tape the top open so that way you can open it and put, like, you know, his hair or whatever you want in it, you know? Good shit. I think what I'm going to do for today is I'm going to take all the love jars that I have and cleanse them and charge them. Yep. I say do it. Oh, okay. I forgot it was Venus Day. I should do a spell, but it's already 8 o'clock. I'm not even going to do that. <laughs> oh, it's 9 o'clock. I still got to do two things on Patreon. And what oh, else? Busy bees. I got to clean the room. I got clothes everywhere. I'm going to just sleep on top oh, of Oh, you got dishes to do. Fuck the dishes. Fuck the dishes. <laughs> when home, I'm going to ask him to do the dishes. I'm tired of doing the dishes. Yep. I need to hurry up and make you that jar. <laughs> Girl, the way I need it. Because the jar, and like, honestly, ever since I made it, it's been, like, really good. Like, everything's been really good. Especially, like, when we fight, too. Like, I will, like, like, sometimes I don't even put the energy into it anymore. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even going to yell anymore. So, if, you, if you're going to yell, I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good fucking point. I got to send you some screenshots when we get done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, send them away. Oh, yeah, because I put my fucking foot down today. You have to sometimes, like, because, like, really, like, okay, because, okay, back to the morals. Sometimes you really need to put your foot down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, sometimes, like, we will really let people push us and push us and push us. And then that's when we will actually take action and use our craft or do a spell or to get um, what we want, pretty much. And listen, like, especially with the whole morals shit, like, sometimes... A love spell won't even work. You just got to do the mundane shit and say what you need to fucking say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that works a lot better and a lot faster, you guys. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Don't forget you can even put crystals under his pillow. You know, I'm pretty sure that I have... Oh, <gasps> I have honey. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to stick that shit in his book bag. <laughs> you won't even know. 
He won't. Men don't really look through. No, nah, my man, he looks through his bag all the time. Never mind. I can't do that. Rude, <laughs> but if he would see it, like if but he, he acts his first stuff. Yeah. He, like, he has my money oil. He has, like, all that stuff, like, protection mm-hmm. jars. If he asks about it, oh, it's, it's protection jar. Just keep it there. Yep. Yeah, my boyfriend like sometimes like when he sometimes he'll be thinking about money or something. He's like he's like babe, he's like can you please go talk to Hades? And I'm like boy, if you don't get out of here, <laughs> I was like Hades just don't give stuff away. Like you got an offering for him. You need to you need to earn that. Like are you are you out of your mind? That's another thing. That's another thing. Deity work, like within the whole deity work thing. I'm not going to say much because I do have a podcast topic and it's around deity work. So I'm not going to say a lot. But when it comes to morals and deity work, a lot of people don't realize the fact that like you can't just sit here and ask or expect your deities to just give you shit. And do what you want. Yeah. Like you got to do the work. You got to give them offerings. You got to give them your time and your energy. Like, what do you think this is? This is, if they're working with you, they're not working for you. They're working with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just say that. Take it as you will. Mm-hmm. Wait for the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, I think we're done. I think we are. This was a good episode. Thanks. It was good. We talked about a lot. Yes. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Of course. I really enjoyed being a guest. And you're definitely going to come back, so don't worry. Oh, I would love to. We can definitely get into... Maybe we can do a love magic episode. Oh, yes. I did one on sex magic, but not one on love magic. I think that would be nice. And we can even touch on um, the topic again, too, with morals in love magic yeah i say fuck yeah hell yeah that would be a great topic i'm gonna write it down in my notes because i (laughs) i have some written down to where um i have enough written down to where it goes to the season finale Mm -hmm. to take like a podcast hiatus for like a month and a half or so yeah and then come back but i definitely want to talk about that before the finale that would be awesome so i will let you know Okay, okay. Awesome. Great. All right. Well, I will Snapchat you. Sounds good. For those of you who are listening, I hope that you guys lasted this long and I hope that you guys enjoyed this as much as we did. And I will talk to you guys next week. Also, 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 before before we go, um, I'm going to put Mercedes' information in the description so if you want to follow her on instagram on tiktok you can find all of that information in the description as well and i think we're good all right you have a good night and everyone else have a good night hopefully you had some laughs and you learned a little bit as well exactly and i will snapchat you okay all righty all right bye-bye